This is Ein Yaakov. We are on page Reish Chaf Gimel and going into page Reish Chaf Dalid. We were talking last time about the, uh, about the Prushim. We talked about the Prushim. We talked about all of the people who separate themselves from the world, who uh, become very holy or appear to be very holy, and the various reasons they become very holy or appear to be very holy, and why they're not so great after all. We talked about a bunch of them. We're not going to review. We're just going to go on to the next big thing, which is Parash Me'ava. So at the top of Reish Chaf Dalid, Parash Me'ava, Parash Me'ira. We talked about this very briefly last time. Two of the people who destroy the world are, well, first of all, Purushim are people who destroy the world, and two of the kinds of Purushim that destroy the world are Parash Me'ava and Parash Me'ira. Somebody who decides that they're going to become very holy, that they're going to dedicate themselves to Hashem out of love, and people who say they're going to dedicate themselves to Hashem out of fear. And of course, the Chayra, this is not a bad thing at all. I mean, you're supposed to serve Hashem with Ava and Yira, so this is a little bit confusing. The Gemara asks, Balishma. So, Rava, I'm sorry, Abava said, Amrle Abaye Virava Latana. Abaye and Rava both said to the Tana who was teaching this Braisa, when you're teaching this Braisa, don't teach Parash Miyava Parash Miyura, because in fact, it's okay to be Parash Miyava Parash Miyura, because, because when they do things that are not Lishma, they're doing it for Ava and doing it for Yira, that's not Lishma. Eventually, they'll do it just for Hashem, which is Lishma. Um, any questions on that? Well, do you, do you write, there you go. That's the question. That's the question of them. It's the question all the Rishanim ask. It's the question most the Achrenim ask. the question Chassidus asks. There's a thesis on this that actually I forgot to pull up and now I'm regretting. Let me get the thesis here. Anybody have, a, anybody have an actual Gemara that I can pull the thesis out of faster than I can get it on Safaria? I need to read to you a thesis. That sounded so Chassidish. I need to read a thesis to you. <laughs> I put the noun in the wrong place. Hang on, I need to find this. I, I had it up last time and I forgot to keep it up. Okay, I got it. Never mind, I got it. You can come back. I have it, I have it. Other I have it. Come back. Okay. Yeah, I have it. I have it. Okay. It must be so much fun to listen to these recordings. <laughs> so let's go through some of the Deshenim first. Uh, basically, the... Uh, I don't need it anymore. The, the big summary is that nobody understands this as real Ahav and Yira. Because indeed, real Ahav and real Yira, real love and fear of Hashem, are Lishma. Lishma, doing mitzvahs for the right reason, is because I love and fear Hashem. Obviously, there's higher levels. But that certainly counts as Lishma, doing a mitzvah because of love or fear of Hashem. All the Rishanim understand this as meaning something else. If you look in Rashi on our page, Tezah Shan says the same thing. He says, usually in the Torah, in Gemara, Ava and Yira means Hashem. But here it means Schar ve'enish. It's Avas, Schar, and Yiras, Enish. That is, why do I do mitzvahs? Because I love reward or because I'm afraid of punishment. Not because I love Hashem and I'm afraid of Hashem, but because I love what Hashem can do for me and I'm afraid of what Hashem might do to me. This is not considered Lishma, but it's not a bad lishma. If a person starts off saying, I'm doing mitzvahs because I'm afraid I'm going to get smacked, I'm doing mitzvahs because I'm hoping to get a place in Gan Eden, that's not lishma. But at the same time, that's not an evil thing to do. Eventually, they'll come to do things for the right reason. Maybe eventually they'll come to do things because they love Hashem or fear Hashem himself. I will note from this that there is a, the Magami Mezrich, uh, he says often in Aratera, he says often in a lot of his svarim, that Yiras Enish is not even a kind of Yira. So if you, there's different kinds of Yira. There's very low kind of Yira where you just you're afraid of getting smacked. Um, and there's a, does he, yes, yes, it's Yiras Enish. Uh, there's the fear of, there's a fear of doing an Avera higher than that. There's the Yira Yilah, which is sort of awe of Hashem. Says the Magid that Yiras Enish, fear of the punishment itself, isn't even a kind of valid Yira. That's not a form of Yiras Hashem. It's not, the, wants to be punished? it's not right. It's right, because an animal doesn't want to be punished. It's, the, it's not the lowest rung on the ladder. It's not on the ladder. The lowest rung on the ladder is Yiras Chet. I'm afraid of the Avera. But the idea that Yiras Enish is a good start toward Yira, it's actually not a good start toward Yira. It's not anything. An animal has Yiras Enish. I mean, if you hit a, if you, don't hit animals. If an animal is used to getting smacked, though, it's not going to do things either. Animals learn not to do things that hurt it. So the fear of punishment from the things that I do is not even a kind of Yira. It's just a natural animalistic response. The first Yira is Yiras Chet. So that fits up. Huh? 
It's a reflex. Yeah, it's nothing. There's no aveda to it. Nonetheless, it's not evil. And through doing that for enough time, eventually you can come to do things lishma. But it's not like that's a low level of lishma. It's not a level of lishma. So maybe this Rashi and Teisashans is a little easier to understand the context of the Magid. There's a second opinion in Teisashans that says that schar and enish are not actually bad reasons because um, it's okay to do things for schar and Says the Teisashans. Who says that it's not lishma that I'm doing things for a place in Gan Eden? People do things all the time for a place in Gan Eden. You can tell me that's not lishma. It's close enough to lishma. It's part of lishma. And the second, the second answer Teisashans. Problem is, do I expect it, and will I be disappointed if I don't get it? So am I doing mitzvahs? Let's say I put on tefillin because I want the schar, and then what happens when I don't get the schar? Do I wish I hadn't put on tefillin? Says the Teis Shan, somebody who's doing it only for the schar, and then gets disappointed when they go, don't get the schar, and goes and says, well, if I knew I was not going to get the schar, if I knew I wasn't going to get the reward, I wouldn't have done the mitzvah, that person is, is loylishma, and that's a very negative that's thing. That's why the whole thing with the batusim, right? Because they said they serve your master without the reward. No, the, 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 what Antignus Yusseich was kicking back against, right? Um, yes, so, uh, so the t- second answer to Shans is actually you can do things for schar and enish, you just can't do things for schar and enish and expect the reward and be disappointed if you don't get it, or expect the end, I guess, and get to be disappointed, disappointed if you don't get it. There's a Tesis Rosh who takes a completely different approach here. Tesis Rosh says that uh, this is not Avas Hashem and not Yiras Hashem at all, and not Avas Schar or Yiras Enish at all. This is Avas people and Yiras people. That is, because I love people and I want people to love me back, I do mitzvahs in front of them. And because I fear people and I fear what people are going to do to me, you know, they used to give people Malkus who did Averas. You don't want to get hit by a person, so it's Yir of a person. But certainly Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, Avas Enish, I'm sorry, Avas. Avas, schar, and yiras, enish. These are fine things, at least that's how the Rasha understands it. Okay. There is a really interesting thesis here. I want to read it together, depending on how much time we have. We have enough time. We only did five minutes. We can read a thesis. We have a nice minute. Excellent. <laughs> so there's a thesis on this, on this section right here in the regular Gemara. We're looking in Ein Yaakov, so we don't have the thesis. Thesis says, On le'lem yasek adabateta uvmitzis afilu, afapishalei lishma. A person should learn terah, even if it's not lishma, and if, because when they do it, lishma eventually come to lishma. The not lishma will eventually come to be lishma. Vi kashya, hamrin per kamaditainis, if you'll ask. It says in the Gemara at the beginning of Tainus, kol esi b'terah shalei lishma, nasis le'i samamavis, then anybody who does terah shalei lishma, it's like they ate poison. So that seems to be a steer with our Gemara. On one hand, our Gemara says that if you do mitzis shalei lishma, eventually you'll come to do it. On the other hand, in Masechus Tainus, it says, if you do mitzvah shalei lishma, you've poisoned yourself. So should you do it or not? Yes. Yes, and then you're eating poison. So it's but, a t- what it sounds like is... Medicine. Sounds like it is the Gemara Masechus Tainus seems to be a stira with our Gemara. Near the end of Masechus Barachas says, uh, It'd be better if he'd never been created. So we have a lot of different Gemaras here. First of all, we have our Gemara who says, Do Teresh Lishma, because eventually it'll come to be Lishma. We have Tainus which says, If you do it, you'll die. And we have Barachas which says, It'd be better if you'd never been born. So what is the deal here? What do we do with Shalei Lishma? Should I do mitzvahs that are not Lishma? From our Gemara here, it sounds like, yeah. From Tainus, it sounds like, not a great idea. From Barachas, it sounds like, It'd be better if you were never born. So we have a real range here what to do with Lei Lishma, and the Tesis mentions all of them. It's a great Tesis. Lays out all of the steers and shafts, and then he clarifies, and the Altadeb and Hilchas Tamatera, which I just don't think we're going to have time for tonight, so I'm going to have to do next time, also clarifies. Let's keep on reading. Near Latar, it says the Tesis. Let's try to answer this way. Um, what is doing things not lishma? It's because I'm afraid of getting hurt. Ki, like Rashi had said, ki hacha, ki hacha, like in our case, 
kibbuschar, and uh, that the and the avas from the love of getting a reward. I don't want to actually do God's will. I don't want to do what God commands. I just call ela lehanase. That's just for my benefit. A person should want mitzvahs. They won't. Shouldn't want the schar mitzvahs. That's what uh, that's what Adam Batal had said earlier from the mission in Perkevis. Basically, you're not supposed to do things to get reward. It says in this in Perek Eglo Rufan Seit to Tovakev Isa Ben Nazir Perek Mish Amar Hayni Nazir Perek Basra Dehayrus. But the Gemara then says, we know that sometimes people do mitzvahs for their own reasons and they get rewards. Um, in the zchus of the membez karbonus, of the 42 karbonus that Balak offered, he got rus as his descendant. He also wanted to get benefit. He wanted to get reward. He didn't do it for Hashem. And yet he still got reward for it. Why did Balak offer the, offer the karbonus? Because he wanted to kill the Yid. And it was totally for him to make a, to make a deal with uh, to make a deal with Mayav. He, um, he was not inv- invested in God. He did it anyway, and he got incredible reward for it. We also have Mesachas Rosh Hashanah, the case with this seller, right? Giving a coin. Somebody says, I'm going to give a coin to Tzedakah so my kid will live. The kid lives. You get scar for that. So it doesn't sound like you're not allowed to do things. As a matter of fact, the Gemara there says, such a person is a Tzadik Gamar. So our Gemara, Tesis is saying, I want to split Tesis here and tell you what Tesis is saying. What Tesis says up until now is that our Shalai Lishma just means I'm doing it for myself. And doing it for my own benefit, not so bad. Do that, and eventually you'll come to do things Lishma. Sometimes you're even a Tzadik Gamar. When does it get interesting? When Tainus says, don't do it, or it's going to poison you. Masachas Brachas, which says, don't do it, or it's better that you weren't born. This is somebody who learns Torah so that he will know what not to do and then defies God with doing it. This is somebody who's using Torah for evil purposes, not for themselves. So the Chiluk and Tesis, I'm not going to finish reading the whole thing because that is his Chiluk, is that there's two kinds of Shalei Lishma. Right. There's two kinds of Shalei Lishma. There's the Shalei Lishma of somebody who just is doing it for themselves, and that person, look, it's not great, but there's room for that to become better. On the other hand, we have a Shalei Lishma where somebody goes into Torah and tries to find why it's wrong, tries to find ways to do more Averas, tries to find ways to slug up people who do love Torah, people who go into Torah specifically to hurt Torah, that it's as... Better. There we go. That much, much better if they were never born. Yeah. Much better if they do it. It's a samamavas for them. It'll just kill them. But somebody who's doing terra mitzvahs for themselves, they're not out to hurt anybody. They're just out to gain. That's not such a... Huh? That's not such. That's not such a problem. That's a smaller problem. Hold on one second. I want to. I want to finish because we have to start Marif. Uh, I want to end on this one. This is actually beferish. Pretty much. You, you, you guys know this. Do you know why you know it? You don't know it from Tesis. You know where you know it from? It's in Tanya Lamates. Tanya Lamates says this almost exactly. I'll just remind you. The author Rebbe there explains that I'll be kabbal a little bit. He says that shleilishma is that I'm searching for kavod. Is that I want honor. That's not that I'm trying to upset Hashem. It's just that I want honor, so I learn Torah, so I can get honor for other reasons like that. And says the author Rebbe, that's klipas nega. And do that. Why should I do that? Because eventually. In this life or in the next life, I'm going to end up doing tshuva, and klipasnega can be elevated through tshuva quite easily. So uh, eventually, huh? Plus you get honored. Plus you get honored. So it's, he doesn't say that. Um, <clears throat> he says klipasnega is worth doing even mitech shalilishma balishma because everybody in some gilgal eventually ends up doing tshuva. This does not seem to be the case at all of the lekante that's mentioned in Masechus Brachas. So uh, I think we've made a pretty strong chilek here. Also used a little bit of chassidus and kabbalah to explain it. Bottom line, uh, our Gemara says the mitech shalilishma balishma, and that applies to somebody who's doing it for their own hana, not doing it to hurt Torah to hurt Yiddishkeit. If somebody's doing it to hurt Torah Yiddishkeit, it'd be a lot better if they didn't do it at all. We have a lot more to say, but not today. Thank you all very much.